What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of Just Chris Podcast. I am your host, Chris Carter, and this is episode 18. Now, if you're tuned in this week for the first time or you're a returning listener and you haven't had the opportunity to yet, take a minute, up to you, to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. And if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button below and maybe turn on the notifications just so that you know, you'll know you see every time I upload something new. Up to you, though. Up to you. Now, last week when we talked, I shared some you know pretty significant, um, pretty, pretty big news with the listeners. I had transitioned out of my position at the golf course where I'd spent the last year working to now full-time in a position in my field of study. I am now, it's still crazy, still crazy to me every time I even say it. Like, I'm, a, I'm an accountant full-time, 40 hours plus a week, and I love it. I enjoy it. Um, and then in addition to this, some more, you know, somewhat significant news, big news, medium news, still big news to me. I finally got my Jeep back after it being in the shop for the past month and a half. Now, I shared this very briefly on the podcast last week, you know, just brought it up. But you're probably curious, your Jeep was in the shop for the past month and a half? That's right. A month and a half, I have not had a car. I have been driving my mom's car, my sister's car, my dad's car, every car but my own. And you're thinking, what kind of work needed to be done? for it to be in the shop for a month and a half. I didn't get a new engine, nothing crazy. Listen to this. I had to have a part replaced on my drivetrain. It's been giving me problems for a few years now. We've had to replace it in the past. We're doing it again. And this time we're doing it the right way. The right way as in a month and a half in the shop. I don't know. What was supposed to be, you know, tops like a week job turned into two weeks, turned into three weeks to four weeks, and so on. Now, the reason for this being, we got the part replaced in the drivetrain. Next problem that came out, a piece that connected to that didn't fit in correctly to the new part, so they had to replace that. They get that replaced a couple days later. I'm ready to pick up the car. That first part has a leak. So they get all that squared away. They get the gasket replaced. You know, we're in week three now. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the car. And then a problem happens again with that initial part. So then he had to take my car from the shop to another shop to the manufacturer of that part to get that fixed, which took a few days. We get the car back, we get it back to the original shop, and then something else comes up. Then I have to get something replaced on my driver's side tire. After that, Waiting on another part to come in the mail, holds off a few days. Finally, finally, a month and a half later, I get the phone call. Chris, your car is ready. Pretty much it seemed like in eternity, finally have it back. And it, it drives like a dream. It feels like, I don't know, I mean, not driving it for a month and a half, it feels totally foreign to me still, still driving in it now. Like, I feel like it's not even my car. Like, I'm just like, haven't gotten to the point of being comfortable in the driver's seat. Like, I feel like my seat, I just can't figure out. I can't get it at the right, uh, right level, right adjustment. My mirrors are still off. It's been weird, but 
it drives amazing. And really, that's all that matters. That's all that I needed to do. I needed to get me to work. I needed to, you know, make it to the gas station and back. All the little stuff, just A to B. And now we're cooking. Got the Jeep Grand Cherokee back. And it's it still feels weird because I'm a stun a little bit. Having a three-inch lift and going from, you know, a small sedan like my mom and my sister's car to, you know, being quite a bit off the ground in addition to uh, aftermarket tires, it feels crazy. Hard transition to get into, but we're here. We're cooking. Next thing that I briefly mentioned, I flexed my new computer a little bit. And now I'm happy to say that I have the tools that I need to start producing videos for YouTube. I've had ideas flowing through my head over these past few months. I write stuff down. I take a couple shots here and there. And since I've gotten the camera, I've been banking videos for a few months now. So I got the camera back in December before Christmas. So about three months. I've had my camera for about three months. And what's crazier is these three months have flown by. I would say like we're at a point where a year to a year ago around this date, I was just getting home from school. And just that year to now has flown by so much. It's crazy to me. Like Christmas was three months ago. It feels like we should be, you know, getting out of fall right now. We're like finishing up autumn. But no, we just started spring this past weekend. And before we know it, it's going to be June, July. It's going to be hot as hell out back in the North Carolina heat and humidity. It, it just seems like everything's flying by so much faster now. Like even now, like now working every day, the weeks just fly by. Tomorrow's Wednesday already. I, I can't believe it. I got one more day after that and I'm done for the week. What? This weekend, though, what I plan to do with my camera, I'm leaving town on Friday. I'm going to Charlotte with my sisters, their boyfriends, and we're getting the opportunity to go to Charlotte Motor Speedway. Now, what's so significant about this? Alexis's boyfriend, Colby, will be driving on Charlotte Motor Speedway's track. We will be down on the track. Well, he definitely gets the better end of the deal. He's going to be behind the wheel of a Hellcat racing around the track. Stoked for that. And then after we leave Charlotte Motor Speedway, we are going to the mountains for the weekend where we'll spend Friday night, Saturday night, come back home on Sunday evening. It's going to be a full weekend. I plan to bring my camera, not only just my good camera, which I record my YouTube videos on, but I have another camera as well, an older GoPro, which I would like to get hooked up inside the car with Colby when he gets behind the wheel. Hopefully take some good shots doing that. Um, while having my current camera uh, in my hand while we're down on the track. So really, I'm just trying to get as many shots as I can throughout the weekend and see what I can do with it, uh, see what I can whip up uh, on my computer and, and see how it looks. I haven't really figured out the format in which I would like to record this video in. I was thinking maybe like a, a vlog type f format. I don't really know yet. but. We'll see how it goes. The goal is to just take as many shots as possible and just see how I can break it down from there, which I think it won't be too bad.
but I'm stoked for it. I'm looking forward to, you know, spending the weekends in the mountains, which will be hopefully good weather. Uh, I believe in like the mid 60s to 70s. We're going to be cooking. Uh, so on top of, you know, now having a computer, now producing videos, having my Jeep back, working full time in accounting. That's all like the big significant news that I have, all the big news I got to share with you. Next thing I want to get into is this app that I've been hearing a ton of things about over these past few weeks. Now, it's been out for some time now, but if you're not familiar with it, if you're familiar with it, the app is called Clubhouse. And it's an audio-only social network where the only way you're able to join the app or join like to be a member is through an invite. So someone has to invite you who is already in. Kind of like, you know, a yacht club, country club, you know, you got to get the invite before you're able to step foot in it. And the way I could compare this to anything, it's very similar to listening to podcasts, except you now have the opportunity to host your own, in quotes, room where you can be the speaker of a topic. And then you can also invite your followers, your friends to join you on the speaking panel. Or you can open up the floor to listeners of the, of the channel or of the room to ask questions. And at any time, you can leave and enter a room, um, listen to engaging discussions, interviews, conversations. And from what I picked up a lot, a ton of celebrities are on the app. So I've heard everything from comedians, um, CEOs, for example, Elon Musk. Um, a ton of people are on it. And so I've been wanting to, you know, take part in this, wanting to get involved. And I finally made the decision last week. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to see if I can register for it. I'm going to see if I can get in. And if not, like, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, I register and they tell me that I got to have an invite to get in. My dream is shot. Not really, but I was a little bummed about it. But I wasn't like banking on getting it. It wasn't until a few days later, I get a notification last Thursday. I'm sitting in the office on my computer and it tells me that I am now accepted or I now have the invite to join the app. Whoa, what happened between the time I registered to the time I was able to join? What changed? What's going on? And I look at it and I was invited to the app from somebody that I know. I was like, no way. Someone's really looking out for me like this? Hell yeah, someone's looking out for me like this. I was blessed a couple days after trying to join to receive the invite. And it was actually a friend of mine who went to the same college as me. Unfortunately, he is a freshman this year and I was a senior last year. So we never really like were able to cross paths in school, but I've met him on multiple occasions outside of it. He recently told me that he just started listening to the podcast and he thought that it would be a great opportunity for me to expand my brand through Clubhouse. And I couldn't disagree with him. Like, I agree with it 100%. That's what I would love to do. I'd love to expand my brand on Clubhouse, meet new people, really just branch out and see where it goes. Uh, Now, Robin, I know you're listening this week. Shout out to you, the boy. You made it happen. I appreciate it. Uh... Let me know if there's any, anything I can do to help out. He's also a finance student as well. So stay tuned for this episode uh, where I will be covering a finance topic in a few minutes now. 
but I'm stoked about it. Uh, now part of Clubhouse. And when you join, you can only invite two people, which is kind of weird because not really weird, but I guess it's just more of a way to keep it exclusive, which I'm all about. You know, I don't want the whole like the whole world on this app, uh, but it's cool. So I sent an invite to a guest that I had on the podcast a few weeks ago, Thaddeus Breckenridge, because I believe that he could really take advantage of Clubhouse and use that to expand his personal brand as well and reach out and meet new people, which he's already began to do. And it's awesome to see. I also sent an invite to another friend of mine who is taking the opportunity to kind of, you know, look through the app, familiarize himself with it. And hopefully we can start posting stuff in the coming days, coming weeks. I really just want to stay active within the community. So just within the Clubhouse community, very similar to what I'm doing with my podcast now uh, with the YouTube videos. I'm just trying to stay active. I'm just trying to keep moving forward. Excuse me. Keep moving forward and just kind of see what opportunities present itself to me. And so far, episode 18, things have been good. Things slowly but surely, I'm making my way up. Again, I'm in no rush for it. It's just week after week, I put up something new. Uh, I'm staying active uh, throughout the week, trying to, you know, just find small ways to slowly get more involved, meet new people, and network. And it's been awesome. It's going to be awesome to really take advantage of Clubhouse and see what it has to offer. Another app that Thad put me onto is an app called Stereo, where you're connected with a random person and you can have a conversation with, uh, very similar to Clubhouse, but I believe it's just a one-on-one conversation. And Thad's only told me great things about it. He said he's been able to meet a ton of traders, people who share common interests as him, people who are doing the same stuff as him. So I gave it a shot earlier this morning and I just dabbled around a little bit with it, just kind of see what I could do. And I will link that in the description in addition to what I'm about to share with you. I received a notification yesterday morning that I am able to invite three more people to join Clubhouse. This is in addition to the two other people that I had already invited. So right now, I'm sitting on three invites that I could give to anybody to join Clubhouse. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to open it up to the listeners. You know, if, if you are interested in joining Clubhouse, you've been waiting for this opportunity similar to me, here it is. If you want to join Clubhouse, just reach out to me. Now, the only way that I'm going to invite you is if you email me at justchrispodcast at gmail.com. Send me email. Tell me you're interested in this. And I'm, I'm going to make it happen. I'll tell you. I'll make it happen. It's going to be first come, first serve with it. So when I already give out the three invites and you email me, I'm sorry. If I get more down the road, I'll do this again. But right now, it's only through email. The only way to contact me to do this is through email. So don't forget that. Just chrispodcasts at gmail.com. Now, last week in the episode, I had briefly mentioned that I was interested in streaming on Twitch. And the only thing separating me between streaming and, you know, doing it was having a webcam. Well, last week when I was, when I was, recording, the we- uh, when I was recording the episode, the webcam was in transit. And I was still waiting for it to come in the mail from Amazon. It was supposed to get here Thursday. Didn't get here. 
Friday, I get home from work early, and not only is my webcam in the mail sitting on the front porch, but I also got soundproofing panels for the office as well to, you know, make my voice sound a little more crispy. Uh, so I got both of those on Friday, and I made it happen. I, I said I was going to do it, and I did it. So I was able to stream Friday night, Saturday night, and a little bit on Sunday for just a couple hours each day. I would say like just enough to get my feet wet and to really understand or get a solid idea on what it takes to stream, I guess. You know, just just understand like the basics of it, how I could customize uh, my channel, what I can do with it, see what games I could play. And I did. I did it all. Uh, I played quite a bit of Grand Theft Auto 5. I played some Grand Theft Auto 4 and I got a couple other games that I'm looking to bring into the stream to, you know, test out see what's going to happen with it. You know, I didn't get an absurd amount of views my first weekend streaming. I think in total, probably like I had 30 viewers throughout the weekend, which isn't crazy. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going into it expecting to be making like PewDiePie level views or uh, Nick Merckx, all these people. No, I really thought that this served as a stepping stone, uh, for the future of me streaming. You know, I had that foundation built. And then from here on out is just small achievable goals. Uh, Day by day, week by week, just like the podcast, it's slowly going to build up. If not, if it doesn't build up, if it doesn't stick, you know, I can at least say that I tried something new and I enjoyed doing that. Now, what I do continue to do is, or plan on continuing to do yeah. Um, it's just doing it for a couple of days a week. Um, definitely, I'm going to try to stream on the weekends. And then maybe once throughout the week, if my schedule permits it, maybe more, maybe less. But like I said, until then, we're just going one step at a time. One thing that I did think of earlier today, and when I was writing my, uh, my notes for this podcast yesterday, didn't come to mind. But today, I was thinking about it. And I think it'd be a pretty cool idea to live stream an episode of the podcast on Twitch. So not only will you see and hear the video on Twitch, you'll also get the audio version on wherever you listen to podcasts and then the video version on YouTube. So I'm going to have it up on quite a few different platforms. I just got to get my equipment squared away. um, You know, my audio stuff, the video stuff, make sure I'm able to do everything all at the same time and continue what I'm doing. And I think by doing this, it'll give listeners the opportunity to tune in real time without the delay um, between the audio version and the video version on YouTube. You know, like it comes up a couple of days after, but if you tune in on Twitch and watch, you know, whatever episode that I do, you'll be able to see it in real time. In addition to this, you will also be able to chat with me throughout the podcast, you know, drop a message here and there, make a comment. I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be a good thing to try. If, if I don't like it, maybe I won't continue. But there's no way that I'll be able to tell unless I try. Uh, so I'm going a, I'm to a goof around a little bit this week, uh, get all that equipment squared away. Hopefully, by next week, I can have it up and running and I can, I can get it going. Um, we'll see. Now, if I do... The, the link to my channel on Twitch will be included in the description below the episode. 
So I encourage you to check that out and then maybe, maybe give me a follow. It's up to you. But if you do give me a follow, you'll be notified when I start a new stream. Uh, every week, you know, how many, however many times a week, you'll get the notification. Chris is now streaming on this specific topic, doing this and that. Check it out. Really, I, I encourage you to. Really. Uh, now, last thing I talked about this a minute ago, I have not brought this topic up in a while. Since the episode with Thad where we talked finance. We haven't talked any numbers since then because we had Derek on the podcast and I did a solo episode last week. But this week, we're getting into it this week. I got some finance stock talk for you guys. Now, I have an idea I would like to present to you. And I've been doing some research over these past few weeks. I've really been looking into it. And I've learned about a specific industry that is very successful and has continued to be successful. And from what I believe, will be successful state, it's going to continue to go up. It's only going to get better from here on out with everything that's been going on. Um, in addition to the technological advancements that we have and new innovations that we're seeing every year. Now, this industry, I believe people, people often overlook, you know, they know very little about it. They're not interested about it. Why would I be interested in this specific industry? Because it has potential. I'm telling you, this industry has potential. Now, what is this industry that I'm talking about? You know, what do I got in mind that I've been doing my research on? Don't laugh. But we're talking about the waste management industry. Now, the name, just the name speaks for itself. But think about this. How often are you thinking about the market for waste and trash? How often do you think about seeing all this stuff? If I were to guess, not very often. We, we pass trash trucks on a daily basis, pass the trash cans on the side of the house. Um, we see it all over. But I don't think a lot of people spend the time thinking about its role that it plays in our economy. Now, we will always, 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 always have trash. And I think it's 100% unavoidable. Over this year, especially throughout the coronavirus, this industry has grown at an unreal pace, and I believe that it'll continue to grow. Now, their growth, what I believe, can be attributed to, like I said, the technological advancements in waste management devices, as well as the awareness among people regarding the adverse effects of hazardous solid waste. So with more people you know, becoming conscious of the effects of this waste in our environment, and also the human health, it's only going to bring more awareness to it. We're only going to think of more ideas. And by thinking about you, you know, your human, by thinking about human health, that's also going to drive up the demand for solid waste management. Now, another key driver to the growth in this industry is due to the scarcity of landfills in overpopulated cities. And by, you know, not having all these places to go to, prices are going to rise. Prices are going to be pushed up. And that's, guys, that's just supply and demand for you. And that's going to boost the market's growth. Now, what I do have to say, and, you know, I, I should preface this, is that I'm not registered as a securities broker or dealer. 
or an investment advisor, either with the SEC or any state regulatory authority. That meaning I am not licensed nor qualified to provide investment advice. What I'm saying is that I'm bringing a slept on industry to light. Now, there's a few big names in waste management that are publicly traded um, that I'll share, but let me hit you with some facts real quick. Also, my camera is slowly dying, so if I lose the video here, the audio will continue to be on the YouTube video. Look, the U.S. is leading the globe in volumes of municipal waste generated worldwide. The U.S. is in the lead in front of China and in front of India for trash. That's crazy. That's crazy to think of that, you know, we're leading the pack on this. I don't know if that's, that's something to stunt, something to flex. I don't know. Now, the waste management industry in general is expected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of around 5.5% going from 2020 last year to 2027. And by 2027, we're looking at a $1.1 trillion industry. That, that's pretty significant. Another thing, advanced data, in, advanced data analytics will be one of the key drivers in growth of waste management operations. You know, computer technology solutions, um, they use apps and devices to collect data uh, to meet energy and sustainability goals. And then this data is then extracted from products, um, tracking, extracted from tracking products, which can then be made to prevent waste generation by identifying the patterns and stopping them. So we're able to, you know, take a peek at where all the trash trucks are going, the amount of trash that we pick up, um, view the routes, everything from, you know, the gas mileage to the trucks. With advanced technology, we're able to simplify that a ton. We're able to pick out the fastest route, the most fuel efficient route. Another thing also, some of these trash trucks aren't even using, you know, the typical diesel fuel. We have trash trucks today running on compressed natural gas. Now, if that's not environmentally conscious, I don't know what is. It's pretty significant. Now, over this past year, we've seen growth in the residential, uh, residential area of waste, manage waste management over commercial construction. But I believe as things begin to open back up, the country slowly but surely coming back to where it was a little over a year ago today these numbers are going to begin to change. You know, it's going to lean less from residential and more so back to commercial and construction. And since the pandemic, this is what I found interesting. Since the pandemic, there's been an increase in cart weight. So cart weight would be, you know, the amount of trash in the back of a truck, um, you know, your roll-off containers, your front-end containers, and then your residential trucks. There's been an increase in weight ranging from 5 to 7% in the residential spot, residential area. 5 to 7%. That's how much it's grown just within this past year. However, with these declining commercial numbers, this has hurt businesses. And this has, this has hurt a lot of businesses. But specifically, this has presented the opportunity to acquire smaller hauler companies. So larger waste management corporations have now gone on to acquire smaller companies, and it's only going to go up from here. Now, a couple companies, a couple notable companies, uh, we have Waste Management, uh, ticker WM, 
And as of Monday morning pre-market, they were selling at a price of $121.57. Not bad. Next in line, we have Republic Service, ticker RSG, selling at a price of $96.01. And then we have Waste Connections, ticker WCN, at a price of $102.87. I didn't want to include all of them. I just want to include, you know, the top few that are making big moves. Check it out. You do your research, but do not solely rely on my research. Don't rely on other people's word. You should do your own stuff as well. You should look for your own word when researching companies, especially something that you're unfamiliar with, uh, like the waste management industry. If you're not familiar with it, but you see the potential for it, do your research. Reach out to me. I'll, I'll gladly help you out. That's all you got to do. You just do your research and you'll be good to go. Guys, that is all that I have for today's episode. The timing is perfect. My camera is almost dead. That's all I got for today's episode. Still in the process of finding the right intro and outro for the podcast. And by episode 20, I will have one for you guys. I'm telling you, episode 20. Now, as always, you can shoot me an email, just chrispodcast at gmail.com. Click the description to check out uh, my YouTube channel and the Twitch URL as well. And if you want to join Clubhouse, but you don't know how, send me an email. I got three invites waiting to be used. All you got to do is reach out. And that's just chrispodcast at gmail.com. Guys, thank you so much for listening this week. Big shout out to Robin again. Reach out to me whenever. Always happy to help. I will talk to you all next week. Y'all take care. See you.